So doesn't that lion just look so majestic and handsome there? I just thought this was a beautiful picture to remind us that um, something that we might normally just see as almost relaxing, doesn't he just look so relaxed there? But in a flash, he can spring to life and be chasing after some um, tasty meal, an antelope or, or something along those lines. And so, um, so when we understand stress, it really helps us to understand how quickly our um, nervous system reacts to a perceived threat. And so I'll talk about the perceived lion that's chasing us. And so you can think of him and think, oh, wow, didn't he look totally non-threatening? And then in a flash, he can literally be threatening our lives. So um, definition of stress, a state of mental, emotional, or physical strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. I'll also add here that the circumstances could just be perceived to be adverse. So sometimes our mind plays tricks on us and we think something might be adverse. And because of previous experiences, that same response will kick in, even though there's really no lion chasing us. So what happens when we're under stress? Stress is often thought of as an emotional response, but it really is more physical than emotional. It happens when you feel threatened or perceive danger. And when your stress levels go up, your heart rate increases, blood pressure rises, and adrenaline floods your system. When that adrenaline floods your system, all kinds of other physiological things happen. So we're going to talk about that. Your brain releases chemicals called neurotransmitters, including dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and endorphins, which help you cope with stressful situations. And so you might be looking at this going, wow, dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, like those sound pretty good. Why not just stay stressed a lot? And that's the reason why we do tend to live a more heightened, stressful life, especially those high achievers that are watching this. We thrive on a little stress in our world. And so we're going to talk more about that. We want to um, be able to use the good stress and minimize the bad stress. So um there's three different ways that our body reacts to stress or perceived threat. One is fight, muscles tense up and beads of sweat appear. Flight, energy is created and diverted to respond. So I imagine if you saw that lion spring to life, you would run. That would be flight. <laughs> you probably wouldn't think you'd get too far fighting the lion. So that probably would not be your first choice. But then you may have seen images in nature where you just see that antelope just fall to the ground and essentially play dead. And that's this freeze response when we just 
feel like it's hopeless and there's nothing we can do, we freeze, play dead essentially, and hope that the problem's going to pass. And that's that's similar to when we just know there's a problem, we know we should deal with it, but we kind of just stick our heads in the sand and um, and hope it'll go away. And, um, and that doesn't tend to end well. So how much stress do we have? 73% of Americans name money as the number one factor that affects their stress levels. And so this obviously would be financial stress due to not having enough money. But I'm sure people that have a lot of money would tell you that while they don't have this, that same kind of stress, there is stress that comes with um, managing having a lot of money. And so money isn't the only thing that's going to um, change your experience with stress. If you have grown accustomed to living in this high achieving, um, stressed, amped up, stressed out world, then no amount of money is going to solve that problem. You're going to have to take a different approach. 63% of Americans say work has a significant impact on stress levels. And so again, if you're trying to do too much and you're working and taking care of the home and you've got family issues that you're dealing with, you're going to have to make some choices because there's only so many hours in the day. Two-thirds of all office visits to family physicians are due to stress-related symptoms. And so um, these symptoms show up in countless ways, and we don't immediately think of it as stress-related oftentimes, but when you understand better how stress works, you'll understand why we say that the condition, the symptom is stress-related. Stress is linked to the six leading causes of death, heart disease, cancer, and I've already mentioned um, my experience in my family with cancer, uh, lung ailments, accidents, cirrhosis of the liver, and suicide. And, you know, my husband's family has heart disease in his family. And so, um, so stress is um, often amped up with whatever genetic predisposition you have. So genetics do not 100% guarantee that you're going to have an experience of something, uh, some kind of disease. In fact, I'll, patients will come into my office and, um, and they tell me that the reason why they have some issue is because of their genetic predisposition. And they'll tell me that one in five or one in three ends up with this problem. And I remind them that the other four, if it was one in five, or the other two, if it was one in three, did not end up with the problem. So why were you not in the group that didn't end up with the problem? I want you to be in that group. And that's going to require that you learn to master stress. 